Welcome everyone to another episode of Kiwi Talks. My guest today hails all the way from Oklahoma City in the States. He has worked with artists such as uh, DJ Tom Enzi, uh, Mo Muse, and New Zealand's own Unchained XL. He is a producer, he's a rapper, he's a singer, he can do it all. I'd like to introduce Kevin Posey. Hey, hey, thanks for having me on the show, man. Yeah, hey, thanks for making the trick down, bro. Yeah, it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So um, just, just walk me through how you got into uh, music in the first place. Well, the first step was um, just hearing my dad in the next room playing instrumentals and freestyling to them. And, you know, that was our way of spending time, you know, his way of babysitting me and... You know, just listening to how he was doing it, it became a natural thing. Yep. Um, another thing was, you know, on the weekends with my mom, she would ride around listening to music. And I would find myself picking apart and dissecting each part of the song. I didn't know why I was doing it, but it became something that it started as curious, a curious thing, but then it became a passion. You know, the curiosity led to that. And one Christmas I got a set of electric drums, which I really didn't use the proper way. So I switched with my sister. She had a keyboard. And from the age four, I've just been into music that way. And just later in life, I found out that, you know, without musical training, the way that I would come up with the sounds and the melodies is just by the different colors that were in the room. And I learned that that was a part of this thing called synesthesia, where you can see the sounds and hear the oh, colors. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So, yeah. So can you can you just play keyboard or can you play any other instruments as well? Or is it just uh, the keyboard? Just keyboard and percussion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So when, when you're making a beat and you've got electric guitar or anything in it, have you gotten in someone to help yeah. assist with it? Yeah. So, for example, on my first album that I put out in 2015, I had a bassist and a violinist come through. I would play it on the keys for them yep. and to show them how I wanted it, what keys, what notes, and they would... Like a like a MIDI version of it? Yeah, a MIDI yeah. version, and then they would go over and play it live. Nice. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, I know what sound I want, but if I cannot play it, I'll search for it, yeah, yeah, yeah. make it, and then show and them. And can how. they, do they always emulate it exactly how you want it? Yes. Or will they do, do they suck, um, sometimes chuck in their own variation of it and it sounds better or is it always nah my way is no 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 i'm open i'm pretty open to it but it's a thing of catching their vibe too the same vibe that they have in the room yeah and just matching it yeah instead of just being you know my way or the highway with it i don't like to do music that way yeah but as long as it's dope and it makes sense then we can make something happen right right okay so how did you and uh unchained link up oh man um (laughs) I was invited to his uh, EP release party for yep. the Migrant Mine right. by my lady sister. And you know, shout out to Steph, shout out to Kirsty. Thank you guys. Um, so we went down and, you know, I watched Mo Muse perform first. And then when Hugh got on stage, yeah, he had the full band um, and, and it just blew me away how he would create his music and have the whole band replay it live. Because I know I know the whole studio progress, you know, sitting there making beats and all that, yeah. but it's a different feeling to see other instrumentalists playing. It's, it's just something about it. It was original, it was fresh, it was genius. 
And and that night I didn't even ask him, like, hey, can we work? I just walked up to him and just told him how amazing he was at the show. Yeah. And how genius I thought it was. And he's just, very good live, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The energy level was crazy. Yeah. And, you know, I had got word that he wanted to work with me as well. Yeah. So I think immediately, like the next day we started working, he ended up at my studio setup and we did our first song called uh, We Be On yeah. and just kept working consistently ever since. But, so that, that first day, did you just bang out one song or was it multiple songs? It was that one song. Yeah. 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 So do you guys, because I think I saw you, um, you did a radio interview recently with him. Yeah. Yeah. Like three, three and a half weeks ago, something like that. Yeah. 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 So you see him on quite a regular basis? Yeah, yeah. So how we work, it's like we'll do a trade-off. He'll come out to my place. Yep. The next session, I'll go to his place. And, like, we'll record, write, mix, master, vice versa. Just It just depends on where we are. Yep. And so yeah. who handles the mixing usually? Or do you switch? Both. We, yeah. So, so like, will you guys will both be mixing at the same time? Or will you try a mix and then you're like, yo, you you have a... You have a try and then come back. <laughs> I think on, on our first record, what we did, um, just starting all the way from the top, he would go through the drum samples at my place yep. and create the drums. Yep. I would go in, lay a bass. We'll mess around with the bass until we get it. He'll add a sound, I'll add a sound. Um, the first record, he mixed it because he, whoever does the primary work on it, who does the majority of the work on the record, that's who mixes it. Um, so say like if I did... 80 or 90 percent of the record then i would mix it right. so we we just kind of do it like that but it's pretty much at the end of it all it's a 50 50 joint effort yeah to get the proper sound so if there's something that i cannot accomplish he can do it if there's something that he can do then i can do it and we just come together and make it happen uh, okay but do you have a different way of working with each individual oh yeah 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 so because you you've you've um dabbled in a, a lot of different genres is there a specific genre that you really really love more than others yes experimental experimental yeah in terms of in terms of just as weird as possible taking like a pot from the kitchen and hitting it with sticks making oh, making right. a yeah, percussion yeah. out of just household items or yep. going to the beach and recording different sounds or recording animals and actually turning it into something and adding what do you um, what do you record it on? Is it just just phone? the phone? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But when it's raining outside, I'll open the door and capture the rain sounds and turn it into oh, something. True. Yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. So you're originally from Oklahoma. Yes. Uh, I have not been to Oklahoma. I have been to <laughs> Seattle. That is the only um, city I've been to. But um, uh, what's what's Oklahoma like compared to other parts of America? Because I know you've co-founded a, a studio in LA, right? I um, was part of a collaborative there um, called Eight Minutes Away, where it's yep. uh, where there's uh, two guys that are with me. They're songwriters and artists as well. Yep. So we just would come together, create and pitch records to different artists. And sometimes we'll just put stuff out ourselves. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, back to Oklahoma, though, what makes it very different is that in the wintertime, you could find yourself in the middle of a blizzard a tornado, a hailstorm, and sunshine all in the same day. For real? Yes. All in the same day. Um, how, how often is that, though? 
Every, is it like <laughs> once a month or is it? Nah. So tornado season is pretty much from the end of April into the top of June. Yeah. But every three years or so, we'll have it to where there's tornadoes just anywhere, any time of the year, especially in December. Have you ever been caught in one? Uh, tw Twice, twice. Um, Once we were at the mall, it basically hovered on top of the mall and took all of the windows from the top. Nobody was injured, but we could see inside of it. So what did you do? Did you run? Did you just like, oh, we had yo. to stay. <laughs> we just had to stay put with our heads down. Yeah. Um, this, the second one I was caught in, the weatherman told us to head south. He should have told us to head north because he sent a fleet of people directly into the tornado. And it joined with the other one and it became a super tornado. So it was taking cars away. And the back of my pickup truck was going up and down, up and down. So I had to make my own road to get out of there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, now that one, yeah, I had to run from it or I wouldn't be here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that's crazy. Yeah. So how, um, you've, how did you end up in uh, L.A.? How did I end up in L.A.? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I went to L.A. to meet my best friend, a very special lady, um, who had came to the States for, she did, it was a conference uh, for her music and church. So I went there for that and I had, you know, end up staying a little longer than I thought I was. Yeah. And yeah, in that swoop, I thought that I would be going back to Oklahoma. Right. But the album that I had made prior to that, um, it had got passed over to my cousin-in-law and he heard it. So I had ended up going to the studio called The Record Plant in Hollywood. And I think, who was it? Oh, Philip Lawrence. He's the uh, songwriter with uh, Bruno Mars. Right. He had a session going and I had ended up going there for an artist that, I don't know if they signed her, but they were working with her. So it was a full day of people coming in they had the guitars come in later on they had me come in do the bed track which is the drums and you know just to get a feel for her yeah yeah and yeah something unfortunate happened though my my external hard drive stopped working it just stopped working for no reason stopped working and i was like ah oh, this is bad so you know but in that whole space i had met some other artists that's how i had met the guys that i'm doing the eight minutes away thing with as well yeah yeah yep. um I had did one show out there. It was pretty cool, but I had to go back to Oklahoma for some family stuff. Yep. And, you know, that was that. But I, I did end up back in California a little bit later. Mm -hmm. um, do you prefer, do prefer Cali to Oklahoma? Um, you know what? As far as the music goes, the music scene. Yeah. Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Oklahoma's cost of living is a little bit better. Yeah. But, I mean... Nine times out of 10, depending on where you live, you would probably have a new house or a new apartment every year due to the tornadoes. So, oh, yeah. true. Yeah, they are vicious. And What's the, um, do you know the population of Oklahoma? Last time I checked, it was about 4.5 million. So of that 4.5 million, yeah. how, many, how many people would be affected by a tornado on average? Mm. Over half? A little under half, probably about 2.1. That's crazy. Yeah, because just the way that it flows, it flows from the southeast to the, from the southwest to the northeast. Yeah. And it takes about 17 minutes for it to fully finish its cycle. And there are some days there's multiple 
tornadoes that happen. And when that happens, yeah, does it's all chaos. Does the weather reporter give you enough notice though? It depends. Like, uh, did, could you get notification like a day before saying, "Hey, yeah, there yeah. could be tornadoes." You could once uh, once they determine how many clouds are coming in off of the off of the mountain slopes down the plain. Yeah, they can they can pretty much let you know a day before. But some days they come out of the blue. There's no warning. They could like sunny day, and then five minutes later you have clouds accumulating but is it, so it's obviously during a certain season of yeah, the year yeah spring spring the season. top of spring yeah okay so that's what like from march from end of the end of march yeah to march. the top of june yeah. right right yeah i gotta remember it's flipped here yeah yeah <laughs> i really like that too i get to spend christmas with the sunshine hopefully it doesn't rain this year Hopefully <laughs> it was it was um it was pretty good last year yeah the, um so that's that's a good segue point so how did you end up in Auckland how did I end up in Auckland well <laughs> the the first time I ended up in Auckland um I had came out to to visit my best friend my lady yeah um, and I wanted to you know just come out and see what it was about here. Yeah. Did you know much about here before yeah. you came? No. Just Lord of the Rings? You know, I learned about that a little later. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, but even even to scale that back, um, musically, what put me onto New Zealand um, was Kimbra. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yo. yeah, yeah. Because like, her music is eclectic. And She's from here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, hmm. Okay, well, maybe I need to look for musicians out here to work with. Yeah. And... In that process, that's how I found my lady. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you 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 were in Auckland to see her, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it turned turned out. Yeah. So how how long have you been in uh, New Zealand now? Ooh, a little bit over a year, about a year and five months. Right. Somewhere. Right. So yeah. did you uh, get any culture shock when you first came here? Was there anything where you like? So I was told that it was pretty laid back, but the first time I was on the road, I got cussed out. Really? Yeah. 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 By uh, an angry driver. Whereabouts? Do you know where? Yeah, it was in the city. Like I was getting ready to get onto the, the Harbor Bridge. To right. go. Was yeah. this on the first day you were here? Or? The first day. First day you were here? Yeah, the first morning. Yeah. And because in America, so, oh. they drive on the other side of the road, right? Yeah. So yeah. It, it took a little bit to get used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair enough. Yeah. But other than that, no, it's... And were you like, hey... Yeah. <laughs> some of the words, some of the phrases are, are different. And just hearing, oh, you have a cool accent. Where are you from? That's weird for me because I'm not usually the one to. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the shoe's on the other foot now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I got that when I was in America, too. Yeah. They're, they're asking me, oh, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, New Zealand. Oh, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So, no, no, that, um, I get that. But, um, okay. But in terms of uh, all the seasons... And all of that jazz, you've adapted okay? Mm, not really. Um, it's like every every season. Yeah. Last year, I would get a little crook, as you guys say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like sinuses or like... Sinus, blue? yeah. Sinus was heavy. Um, it's just the different... The different seasons would change up my pollen level. But, yeah, well, Auckland yeah. is a bit like that. It's yeah. known for having four seasons in one day. It's yeah, probably similar strange. to Oklahoma, but just not as extreme. Yeah. yeah, it's very similar to Texas, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
because mm-hmm. the pollen is very high out there right. in the springtime. And yeah. certain parts of Texas remain hot because you have the desert and the forest, the mountains, the ocean, uh, everything in the same space. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Have you managed to visit any places outside of Auckland? Or Oh, Auckland? yeah, yeah, yeah. I've uh, went to Dunedin. I've been to... Was that during winter or summer? Was that... April, April is... April's autumn. Autumn, yeah. Yeah. It was quite cold, but it was nice. It's beautiful down there. I would like to go back soon. Yep. Um, I think the second day I was here, I came to Hamilton. Yeah. So the second day. Yeah. It's getting to the point where Hamilton's pretty much becoming like a part of Auckland, to be perfectly <laughs> <Yeah>. honest. <laughs> I'm starting to see that. Um, where else have I been? Coromandel. Coromandel's nice. I love the Coromandel. Yeah. Yeah. Need to go back soon. Um it's been to a lot of different places out here, just on around the North Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But how do you find uh, city life of, say, like Auckland compared to like Oklahoma or oh. LA? Hmm. Well, city life here is more interesting than Oklahoma yeah. since Oklahoma's pretty flat. And our downtown, our CBD, is pretty much, it's like 5% of what the CBD is here. So put it like this. Yeah. This is Oklahoma's downtown. Yeah. This is Auckland. Oh, true. Yeah. So Auckland's is bigger. Yes. That's interesting. Yeah. It's I'm, not I'm actually originally from Auckland, so this is this is interesting stuff. This is probably why I'm asking you so much about Auckland. But no, um, no, it's all good. Um, okay. So and there's how many millions of people? Did you say four million people or something? Yeah, in roughly, roughly about four point one, four point two, something like that. But does does Oklahoma spread out quite? Far similar because you know how Auckland is a bit, it's quite spread out. Yeah, is it similar? You know, it's real similar about the whole entire state and the whole country of New Zealand is a lot of farmland. There's a lot of farmland in in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, a lot of farmland, a lot of real estate, and just different areas where there are a lot of man-made lakes and oil springs because. Oklahoma's pretty rich with oil. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much all that there is. Yep. And we have two major cities. We have Tulsa, Oklahoma. Tulsa is a little, it's just a little bit yeah, bigger. Because, yeah, there's a difference. I think some people might be getting um, it, it, uh, confused with the state of Oklahoma and then mm-hmm. it's Oklahoma City. Yeah. Yeah, they're not the same thing. No. Nah. I need to point that out to Kiwis listening to yeah, this. Yeah, definitely, because Oklahoma City is super small and the whole state of Oklahoma is... I say it's about the size of the South Island, and if you fold it, yeah. What, in terms of how far it stretches? Yeah, just the whole density of the state. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Because you can take, you can take all of New Zealand and fold the density, it'll fit inside of Texas. Yeah. Yeah, which is pretty bizarre. Yeah. So when when in America would you used to travel via plane or car? Because I'd imagine mm-hmm. driving anywhere, everything would be quite far away from yeah. each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Right before a week before I got here, I drove from California all the way back to Oklahoma just to take my vehicle back. How how <laughs> far? How long does that take? That one unfortunately took twenty six hours. That a Don't tell me you did that straight. I did. I had a blowout in New Mexico in the desert at night. So, yeah, while I was waiting on the tow truck to come, I was just watching Netflix. 
but it was quite cold. Did and, you? Yep. I, I hope you're smashing back energy drinks or coffee oh, or something. You better believe it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had how many? I think it took about four energy drinks, three food stops, and just a lot of loud music. So would you ever do that again? <laughs> uh, not by myself. No. Not at this stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I that one really took it out of me. But, yeah. Yeah. Even driving in New Zealand, I think because of all the peaks and the hills. Well, the scenery, I know the scenery in the South Island changes quite a bit. And, oh, yeah. and in different parts of the, the North Island, there are some stretches where it's just, you're just looking at the same thing for, for um, hours. But um, yeah. Yeah. No, like in Oklahoma, just driving. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really nothing to see. It's just flat. Just flat land. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a good drive. If you're driving from Oklahoma to Texas, it's worth the drive because yeah. once you pass into Texas, you know, there's plenty of things to do. Is, I'm trying to I'm trying to imagine exactly where Oklahoma State is. Okay, so is it is it is it near ocean or is it inland? <laughs> it's definitely inland. It's yeah, in, yeah, the, yeah. in the middle of the states. Okay, so you, there's no beach or anything for Nope. Nine hours away south to Galveston. Nine hours. Yeah, roughly nine hours. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So have you have you hit? I I imagine you guys have probably hit up the beach, uh, here since you've been here. Yeah, lots of different beaches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Auckland sits on two harbors, so you got beaches yeah. on both sides of it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. In I think summer. I think we take that for granted here because you're never mm -hmm. that far away from a beach. Yeah, we're pretty close. About like 21 minutes away to the one up north, and about 50 or so minutes away to the one out west. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just about which coast you want to go to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so many options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that though. Yeah, yeah. That's good though, man. Um, well, I'm, I hope you've been um, having a good time since you since you've been here. Oh yeah, yeah. So are you are you planning to go back to the states at some point? Uh, to live? No. Um, you don't want to? No. How come? It's a lot of. Um, is it because of the political spectrum and everything that's happening it's, over there currently? <laughs> it's political. It's um, it's a lot of a lot of things that I've experienced, and I know that it won't change. Yeah, you know, and not and not to change this whole thing into a negative, but no, just no, no. just for instance, something like if I'm driving, yeah, right, and. I'm just leaving work or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally innocent, minding my business. And the cop is behind me. Right. There's that anxiety. There's the panic attack. There's the chance of if I get pulled over, will I die? Or will I get a ticket? Yeah, yeah. Because you know? I, here's, here's something. So when I went to America, mm -hmm. I found it was, well, in Seattle, I know America's a big place, so. Yeah. I don't want to say the whole country is the same, but um, I found that Seattle was very, very different to how the media portrayed it here. Yeah. So um, I'm sure you've probably seen a lot of how the media portrays America in terms of how African Americans are treated. Yes. Is that bang on the mark or is it slightly exaggerated? Is it under exaggerated? In some cases, it's under exaggerated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because there could be times where someone who looks like me will call the police during or pretty much after they've been violated or if something's happened to them where they're yeah, reporting yeah. a crime. Okay. And the cops will show up and in some states they will end up becoming a suspect 
or they'll become a victim of the police as well. Just based on the a police officer's assumption of what's going on or just based on the victim's tone. So it's a fine line that you have to walk sometimes. And I don't like that cap on the freedom side of things yeah, where yeah. you're trying to report something that's happened to you and then you end up becoming the problem when you're calling the solution to help you. So, so yeah. I, I, I take it this has happened to you quite a bit? The, that's happened to me once. Just yeah. once? Yeah, that's so how, once. So how many times have, you know, um, you've just randomly been pulled over by a cop? Oh, my. Um, I want to say twice. Twice? twice? Yeah. Yeah? yeah? Is it only in Oklahoma? Did you have that same problem in L.A.? No, but what happened in L.A., um, I was involved in a hit and run. Someone had hit me. Yeah. And they drove away. Right. Um, the cop was a little bit rough with me, a little bit of how he was speaking. Like, you know, oh, don't move your vehicle, blah, blah, blah. Um, so did you hit somebody? Sorry, if I hit someone, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be the one sitting here reporting the hit and run. Yeah. And because I had all of my business handled, all of my ducks in a row, and even my report said that I was the victim, they changed the report and said that I was the one that did the hit and run. My insurance was canceled. So I had to go and do a whole different report and show proof that I was the victim. So it's it, it goes beyond the scene. It goes into the paperwork. It goes into changing and manipulating things. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's, it's just such a mess that, yeah, it makes it a little bit rough on your day-to-day -day living if you have to take in the fact that the people who are supposed to be protecting and serving you can, just to put it bluntly, kill you and get a paid vacation. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Uh, did you did you ever meet any cops though that were okay? Were good cops? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that's why I, I don't bash them. Too yeah, much yeah, yeah. No, no, I totally because, get it. Yeah. But did you grow up um, primarily in an African American community? No, I was grew it mixed? Up in a primarily Hispanic community. Hispanic community. Yeah. Okay. So when you first came here, so obviously I, I take it you haven't had any problems or run-ins with the cops here? I got pulled over once, but it was so quick, I was shocked. He just pulled me over and he was like, um, do you have your driver's license? Yeah. Can you tell me what your address is? I told him. He's like, oh, okay, cool. Have a good night. And that was it. I like, I was still sitting there like, is that it? <laughs> so, yeah. Other than that, I mean, no, I haven't had any issues. You've never had any issues? No. Okay. The cops are pretty pretty laid back here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I had Unchained on here and we were, um, he talked about, we had a, a small chat about colonialism. Yeah. And each, you know, in all the different countries, if you think of where colonialism has happened and the minority group yeah. have always ended up suffering prejudice i mean it happens here even in new zealand with the maori yeah but i'd imagine if you leave the country where this primarily happened and there's so much history and you go somewhere else you're not gonna you're not, not gonna, gonna have feel the, it. Yeah, yeah you're not gonna have the same problems yeah yeah but definitely back home you can feel it and yeah it's not a good feeling it's not a good way to to wake up and just, oh, i have to survive this jungle today again yeah. i have to go and work and pay taxes for this jungle. Yeah, yeah. But I need to survive it as well. Yeah. At the yeah. same time. So no, it's, right now, 
it's not where it's supposed to be at. Yeah. And the whole make America great again, when has it ever been great for everyone? You yeah, know yeah. What I'm saying? So, yeah, nah. yeah, 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 yeah. But because um, I've talked to quite a few Americans at, uh, in America and over here when they've come here. Yeah. And because um, I think I read 67% of the population don't own a passport. They don't own a passport. And I want to say roughly about 80% of people in the States, they don't have $400 of emergency money stashed because it's you're going to have to have multiple jobs or a really good career in order to have savings like that or invest in stock. So it's pretty rough. Yeah. Yeah. Because the media portrays like the, the you know, everyone is really wealthy and because of all no. the celebrity and Hollywood and stuff, but that's not the reality. No, Hollywood is just a small, small uh, percentage, a small atom yeah. compared to the rest of the United States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are parts that are completely run down. There's still no clean water in Flint, Michigan. You know what I mean? Like, oh, still. Because I thought there was just standard, you know, you can no. have drinking water wherever no. in the States, but mm. that's not the case. So there are certain the states case. that are underfunded in terms of infrastructure. Yeah. And even in California, up the mountains, there are some places that have zero water. So they have to look on Craigslist. No joke. It's like, trade me here. Yeah, they yeah. have to look on there to find places where they can pay like five or $10 to have a shower and to get water imported from down in the valley. So it's pretty tough. You know, a lot of the things they don't show, just like a lot of the crime they don't show, a lot of the things they just sweep under the rug. Yeah. So yeah, it's a lot when, you, when you're living in it. You can see it, you can feel it, you can, you know. So have you tried to convince your family, hey? Oh yeah. To, to move? The first step is just to get a passport and go somewhere and find where, um, you're comfortable at yeah you yeah, know, yeah it might not necessarily be new zealand for them it could be somewhere else yeah anywhere else you know mm. um because there are things that are changing you know, america's not all bad oklahoma's not all bad They're, of course i mean know, there's good pros and cons yeah. with every, every country you know yeah but the things that I, are yeah i mean uh what i'll say is this i mean i've i could probably count the african amount of african americans on two hands that I've yeah. met and every single one of them man has been really cool real nice yeah you know um and I think sometimes the media well particularly in hip-hop media yeah you know they're portrayed as gangsters yeah. all carrying heat you know yep which is which is not the case I mean I met some really cool African-Americans when I was in Seattle it was um and I had a really really good time so um I think the media just I don't know do you feel like they target target you guys uh, I feel like not necessarily target, but they, what do you call it? Stereotype mm. and categorize. And for that, it make, it has made it hard for me to do certain things in the States. And even when I, when I've moved here, like one thing that I really don't like yep. is when people ask me and it, it sounds, it probably sounds pretty stupid, but when they ask me, Oh, Oh, you're tall. You play basketball. No, I play piano. I play the keys. Wait, people have asked you here if you play basketball. Yeah, and that's everywhere. But it's just, <laughs> it's like, it's because I, I'm black and I have the height. I don't play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, even when I go to the arcade, you know, I get beat. 
by my lady because she's you know she's really good she's yeah. nice she's, she's nice with the buckets i'm just not you know yeah i've played football soccer you know yeah yeah just in the neighborhood um but even just with that it to me it kind of comes off as either you play basketball or you're a gangbanger you get what i'm saying because yeah, that's yeah. the choices that in certain has, areas hang on has people have people actually asked you that here if if you're a gangbanger some sometimes people will be like oh you just so gangster oh you're a real one like i'm a real black person from the states yeah. and it's <laughs> that happened new year's night yeah. um or new year's morning and we were downtown and one guy was he said something to me and he was like oh you're a real one i'm like oh okay i just let it I just let it go yeah, yeah. but you know, it's a culture shock both ways, you know. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. know that. He probably was joking, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably wouldn't mean it, but yeah. I can I can get how it would be interpreted. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like okay, whatever, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. But um in terms of so in terms of music, mm-hmm. we'll get back to the music stuff. Uh, yeah. what what are you working on currently? Well, currently I am three compositions into this big band jazz swing ep yeah um, yo that that jam um for people listening uh kevin sent me through this jazz jam early in the week and it was so good man i appreciate it man yo it was it was good man it was really really good i'm used to hearing mostly hip-hop you know um yeah. within my circle so it's cool to hear some jazz yeah and that's the thing too is just um i like to step all the way outside the box and being yeah. experimental, which leads me into blending big band, jazz, swing, and just having fun with it um, and and letting the music tell a story. Yeah. You know, like the horns in it, the brass, you can hear that it's talking to the keys. You can hear the keys responding to the drums. It's just, it's its so own little world. A lot of the, the instruments, do you emulate them through a keyboard? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do you use any particular plugins? I use um, the ESX24 on Logic Pro. Yeah. I use... I use Logic Pro. I yeah. love Logic Pro. Yeah, Logic. Yeah. Logic is where it's at, man. It definitely is. <laughs> um, what's the other one? Um, most of, just mostly that one because I have a, a monster drum kit that I've accumulated over the years. Just different drum sounds and then things that I've recorded. And um, I like the new horns that they have. Yeah. The... The new horn is like um, you can change the attenuation of the horn sounds, and that's just a beautiful thing. The strings. You can get them to sound pretty realistic yeah. these days. Like you cannot tell the difference yeah. between something that's played on a keyboard and what's played live. I think the only thing you can't really do that with yet is guitars. Yeah. yeah. Logic, please do something about that. <laughs> because I'm left-handed, I play left to right. <laughs> so, yep. you know, I need that. If they're yeah. listening, yeah, yeah, we definitely well, need that. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you just need to have a really good guitarist on standby. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, and that's cool. That's another thing I can, A, I can call back home and have somebody do a guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So can, you still got a lot of connections back home. Oh, yeah, for sure. Musical people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now that, you know, I'm working with the genius on Jane, he's really good on the guitar and the bass as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, like, he's a good Really, bassist. really good. Yeah. Yeah. So. He's really underrated, man. Yeah, yeah, he's... He's so I tell sweet. him that I, he has some new records. I don't know if 
Yeah. I, I probably I haven't heard them. Yeah. I haven't heard them yet. So he's got Man. some stuff in the pipeline yes. that he showed you that he hasn't played anyone else. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> yeah, he he definitely needs to um like I told him, hurry up and mix them, master them, put them out. Yeah. Put them out because the world needs to hear them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Um, so we I talked to you briefly on Instagram about this in terms of because you said that you might have some opportunities in the works for to do some stuff for like film. Um that or short film. Um, is it sh- like I'm I'm imagining not a feature film, but more right, like right, a right. short film. No, I just said um that I, I have a bunch of like film score compositions already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on your on your website. Yeah. For those who haven't heard it, go on his website, kimposey.com. He's got a lot of uh, music on there, but he's got a film score section. Yeah. Yo, man, I actually love that stuff. I even love it more than your hip hop stuff, to be honest with you. Yeah, man. <laughs> like it's it speaks it speaks to me a little bit different than the hip hop stuff because hip hop, it's an easier thing. Yeah, because it's, it's loops, it's yeah. loops, and then uh, yeah, this one is you different have a lot measures. more. I find with film scores or even like classical i guess you could say you have a lot more freedom yeah in terms of where you can go musically yeah you can do a lot of different playing modes like from the phrygian you can go from phrygian to the dorian and if you want the darker sounding things you can go to the locrian yeah, yeah. and just switch around and change the the measurements of the beat instead of a regular four four you can go three eight three six yeah yeah totally and just have fun with it yeah and most of those scores come from just pictures or talking to somebody um or just dreams that i've had i've had some bizarre dreams and i've heard the music in the dreams and i wake up and hear a piece of it still and i'm like i have to go and make this right now before yeah. i do anything else yeah yeah and yeah. it just comes out really good i have uh talked uh about this with others but do you ever get writer's block where you're sitting there and you're just oh, like oh yeah yo man nothing's coming out yeah i've experienced writer's block and that's what kind of put me in the space of just freestyling most of the time yeah and even with playing instead of just trying to come up with that that melody yeah i would just find the keys the chords and play until i find something that connects with me and i'll build around it yeah so do you do you prefer rapping or singing hmm <laughs> Which one, one? Which one have you done longer? Rapping. Rapping. Yeah. yeah. So you grew up like rapping with the boys and stuff. Just um, first, just rapping with rapping with my dad as a youngster. From, yeah. Like when I was. Would you freestyle? Would, yeah. Would you battle? Oh, I did battle before. <laughs> I battled at school. <laughs> did you? Well, what too. you did like battle rap? Yeah. Have you Have you managed to catch some of the battle rap scene here? I tried when I first got here, but um, I had to work. I had a studio session with the guy we recorded a metal band and he was telling me something about the the circuit they have here it's a bunch of guys that battle yeah yeah i know yeah. i know the guy who runs it okay um, well i need i need to yeah i can him. i can i can hook you up if, if need be okay the, probably the best battle rapper i'd say in new zealand at the moment is a guy named pfec okay he's like this tongan guy he's like really really good yeah. yeah 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 like really good um i actually think he could do pretty well on the international front we did have um disaster he came from the oh store. i know disaster yeah 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 he's he's vicious man yeah he's vicious so <laughs> he's he, a... he came here and did a um a little sparring match with um scholar he's a, he's a retired battle rapper now but yeah. uh yeah that's probably the most viewed battle rap uh 
one ounce battle. Uh, I think it's got a hundred thousand views or something, but wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, he, yo, he, he was prepared, man. He, he came over and he was using like Maori words and Samoan words and Tongan mm. words, and was like, hey, and he knew quite a bit about New Zealand, so he was, he was well prepared. Yeah, he studied, he did his homework. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah. I know he's, he's been to quite a few different countries, and that's what he does at every country. So, wow. yeah, yeah. So, yes. but so you'd, you'd be keen to get a battle rap. I tried to convince Unchained to do it, eh? But I mean, so here's, here's the thing, like. I would do it, but I would have to, yeah, I would, yeah, I would have to be careful because once I turn it on, it's on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, like but a, it's, psych- a psychological thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so you can't snap out the, of it once the, you snap into it. Yeah, because the competitiveness of that. It's like, oh, I yeah. have to. Yeah, 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 totally. Go as hard as I can. Yeah, man. Well, that's, that's you know the sport I mean? of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my whole thing too about you know finding the battle rappers is also to see who's really serious with it and who would like to make an actual record or oh, to right. make a project. Well, there's you know the main battle rappers here in New Zealand, and I think it's pro- probably be like this in the states too. But they mainly just battle rap; they don't yeah. really write music yeah. as well because they basically focus all their efforts into one creative space. Yeah. Because I suppose if you start getting distracted with other things and you neglect on your writing, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's quite a, you know, you got to write, you know, two, what, six minutes of material. Yeah. And I think the other thing that I could kind of see where Unchained is coming from with it, because a lot of it is always the click clack rap. You know what I mean by that? Yeah. Yeah. I let my nine, I let my. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Gun bars. Like, this gun bars. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, I've actually, you know. Yeah, well, this is this, yeah. is, the, this is the thing. You probably, I mean, you yeah. probably facepalm a little bit because I think a lot of the the dude, I mean, New Zealand's not a gun culture by any Yeah, way. and I come from the yeah, gun yeah, culture. You, yeah, and, gun culture. I mean, I know the states love yeah. their guns. So, um, yeah, so when, when New Zealand rappers are talking about popping off their Glock and yeah. on the block, and it's yeah. like, oh, whatever, man. <laughs> Yeah, you're yeah. just talking out your ass. Yeah, so it, it's one of those things where it's like, but you could use that. I could pretend and dive in, like even, yeah, even when I, when I freestyle and all of that. Sometimes I help people write their stuff, yeah, and I would just tap into what they want to say, yeah, yeah, and I could go there for them, right? So, so have you? So, so you've had a rapper that you've been working with. Like a uh, Kiwi rapper, and then like, if a Kiwi rapper is working with you, yeah. you're working together, and he's writing some rhymes, and you're helping him out. Yeah, kind of ghostwriting in a way. Yeah, would you ever let him write gun bars if that's what he's wanting to do? If that's what they want to do, then yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. But it would, it would have. Would to you be... explain and be like, hey, just so you know, like, yeah, you have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah. we we go there like anybody that I have helped, whether it's in the states or here. Yeah. Um, we have that talk, you know, mm. this is for your entertainment. This is for entertainment for your fans. Yeah. yeah. But when you put that type of energy out there, you have to understand what could come with that. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes they'll say, oh, okay, well, no, no, no. Because I put it, I bring it to them from my perspective and the things that I had to deal with, with guns and violence and robbing, you know, I haven't robbed anybody, but I have been robbed. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, 
certain songs and certain things that you say that you got to be careful with that. And then if you're talking like, oh, I got this, I got that. Sometimes people are like, well, I want to see. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's just about, you know, being who you are. But if you want to have fun and, and say that stuff. I think it's yeah. probably knowing the line between when it's reality and when it's sport. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And not going too far over the line. Yeah. Because people would probably call you out. I imagine there'd be a lot of people in America that would call Kiwis out. Oh, Kiwi yeah. battle rappers out Definitely. on gun bars. Because New Zealand's not exactly known as... You know, like yeah. gun country. Not at all. Yeah. It's like a peace-loving country with heaps of sheep, you know, and Lord of the <laughs> Ooh, Rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, to talk about guns, it's like, oh, yeah, come on, man. <laughs> so, yeah, no, nah, I fully understand. Are you, were you, uh, obviously, were you here when the Christchurch shooting happened? I was. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was your feelings on when the, uh, when Jacinda announced they were banning guns? When they said they were banning guns here. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because I'm on Reddit quite a bit. I'm yeah. on Reddit. Mm. And there's a subreddit called World News. And um, I remember it came up on the World News that <clears throat> New Zealand was banning guns. Yeah. And you had an avalanche of Americans responding with all these comments about how New Zealand is doomed and the government's taking over and stuff. Yes. And do, Ameri- you, do, you, <laughs> do you understand why they have that perspective though? Yeah. Cause, um, sorry to say, but like America is completely full of conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Well, Alex Jones, mm-hmm. you, do you know, do you know Alex Jones? No. He's like the Jesus of conspiracy theories. He's basically the one that's kickstarted a lot of this stuff. And mm-hmm. it's kind of just compounded from there and now there's wow. all these conspiracy theories like the flat earth theory and, and all that stuff <laughs> wait is he an older guy he's a what sorry is he older like an older gentleman elder he's gentleman. he's a big chubby guy okay i can show you a picture and you'd probably, uh, probably if you looked at him, him and you'd yeah. be like oh yeah because I, I i remember watching something about he's all this and how yeah. all this stuff's gonna happen and you know i think yeah. he was on that documentary um netflix where they were talking about the flat earth Community. Oh, what is it? Uh, behind the curve or under the curve? Beyond or? the curve. Or Beyond something. the curve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've, I've seen that because yeah, one of my boys told me to watch it. Yeah, I was bored one day and I was watching it. And I, I watched <laughs> it and I was like, Are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> These yeah. people are for real. <laughs> oh, man. The moonlight went out one night, okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Do you know anyone personally like that in, back home? Anyone in like uh, who's into conspiracy theories and stuff? Different ones where they yeah, it's a lot of different ones. I I choose to bypass all of that. Yeah. Because if it's not necessarily beneficial to what is really happening in the reality aspect of life, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I, I just move away from it. Well, what makes it even more? Uh, well, what makes it worse is. There'll be some conspiracy theories that are right. Yeah. But, uh, you know, a broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah. So there's bound to be the odd conspiracy theory now and then that's correct. Yeah. But then that can start you down like a you uh, yeah, you're like, just focused on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, this is real. This this has to be real. It's yeah. Like, oh, come on, man. And it's, it's just like, like what I said in like the freestyle that I did yesterday. There's yeah. not a lot of idle time. Yeah. To jump down that rabbit hole for any of that. Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, grinding, grinding, making time for loved ones. Yeah. 
minimal sleep that's, and grinding again. That's um, that's something I'd ask you. So, because I know in the states you guys have a very very aggressive work ethic. Yeah. Um, compared to say here, where I think um, because I've, I've spoken to a few people that have found it a bit of a culture shock because stuff closes quite early. Oh, here. that drives me crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because they're all about you know family time and all of that. So, yeah. um. Well, if if you find a bed in Auckland, can you just imagine the other cities within the country? <laughs> I don't want to imagine. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 what do you do, or how do you uh, manage that, or how have you found to manage that? Because I'm, I'm, I'm imagining that would be very hard if you're used to going out at like oh, 9 p.m. You know, let's go smash a feed somewhere. Yeah, it's like, or nope. even just you know, on the weekends you. Up, well, I, sometimes I'm up late and I want to keep creating, keep making things. Yeah. And then, oh, damn, I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah. I need to go. Oh, it's closed. What am I going to do? Yeah. So I had to figure out a way to make time to just buy certain snacks and certain things and cook yeah. and put stuff away so that I can stay up, create, mm -hmm. run upstairs, get something to eat and come back. Um yeah, but before that, it was, yeah, it was a problem mm -hmm. because it, and even still like trying to find some things to do, it's like, oh, that's close. That's close. That's close. That's so, close. oh, so when you have downtime. Yeah. Yeah. Because I imagine downtime is not really much of a thing because I know Americans like work really, really hard. Like, yeah. And, and you guys don't get, um, like, I think it's four weeks annual leave here and I think it's two in the States, isn't it? Two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. 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 And then most of that will be used during Christmas. I'd imagine. Yeah, Christmas or summer. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. spring break. Only the uh, the kids that are in college they'll take yeah, up yeah, the spring break. But yeah. what I used to do for my creative sake, I would take like let's say about a every month and a half, I would take a few days off. Yeah, just to extend my weekend so that I can create and produce and do all this other stuff for everybody else and just do a little bit for myself before I get back into working you know yeah yeah and even even here a part of you know being an independent musician um producer it's just you have to work as well so yeah yeah totally you know I, I kind of factor it in now it's 168 hours a week so a piece of that has to go to a nine-to-five yeah, yeah, a piece of that definitely has to go to creating, and a piece of that has to go with spending quality time with the people that you love, and mm. whatever's left, get you some sleep. Yeah, Just get some sleep. But the thing is, like, you might have an advantage of the over the average Kiwi because you're willing to work harder than they are. Yeah, because of you know how you've how you've grown up in America. Yeah, I mean, my partner's Indian. And I've been to India and I know how hard they work because, you know, there's no benefit system or anything there. So yeah. if you don't work, you die. Pretty much. Yeah. So that's why a lot of, I think a lot of Indians and Chinese can go to places in the world and they thrive. Yeah. And I think Kiwis don't realize this sometimes and they get angry. Oh, you know, these foreigners are taking our jobs. I'm like, no, nah, man, you're just, <laughs> you're just not willing to work hard. Fun so, fact, fun fact. <laughs> yeah. We say the same thing in the States, but yeah. it's like people... From what I'm seeing, well, they, you, so, they get so, comfortable. Oh, so, so Americans say that about Chinese and Indians Absolutely. in the States? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, they say it about Hispanic people, which from my experience is this. When you're 
more from when you're from where you're from, you, you get comfortable. Complacent. You have mm -hmm. certain benefits. You have yeah. your family there. You yeah. have other things that can that you can use as a support system or backup to where you just like uh, whatever. Yeah. But you're complaining. You don't want to put the work in. And then when you do something that has you in a hole, debt, or you have some kind of thing where you've broken the law or something, and you have to pay a certain fine or a fee. Or even like with some guys that have child support on them, if they don't make that payment, they get a $10,000 fine and or jail time. Yeah. So then it's like, oh, I need to find a job. By the time you get up off the couch to go find a job, it's already filled. The position is filled from somebody who has come into the country that wants to work, that wants to support their family, that has that work ethic of, yeah. you know, family first, let me do what I got to do to support them. So that's what happens. It's not they're coming in and, oh, I need a job. Okay, you, you go. It's not that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just, you just being complacent. Be, yeah, yeah. You have to be willing to work harder than the other guy if you want to, that, to get ahead pretty much. But it. a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. Um, I know in New Zealand a lot of people don't realize that. They just get annoyed. But I think that's that's human nature in a way. We don't like to take responsibility sometimes and just like to blame people. Yeah, yeah. You know? So it's my neighbor or the immigrants or the government or it's always someone else's fault. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes if I catch myself doing that, I have to step back and just be quiet and say, you know what? Mm -mm. Yeah. I need to figure out what it is um, that I'm not doing. Yeah. And I need to do it. Or you just yeah. need to have a, you know, a great partner to yeah. put you in check. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Though, yeah, I, I've got one too. She she makes more, make sure I'm uh, put in check whenever I get out of line. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, man. So, um, uh, but so in your downtime here, so when you're not doing music, yeah, what what do you like to get up to? I like to be outdoors. I like to go like hiking or what? Like, yeah, we're actually looking for a new place to hike now. Yeah, yeah. So I was looking at some mountain over here somewhere southwest of here. Um, uh, Tongariro, are you talking about? Or it's something Riro. I don't know what it is. Tongariro, that'll be what it is. The Tongariro crossing. Did we go there? That's the one we should do next. Yeah, we went there. I think, yeah, it's really long. I'm yeah. keen to do it. Yeah, I think my partner's not keen, <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, you should, you should definitely do it. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. A, a October climb. It's yeah, yeah. it should be really, really good. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like a full on full day though to do it that's all right yeah, yeah we'll make it happen yeah well, that's good yeah. that's good support we, each other and just make sure you have plenty of water plenty of water did you, backpacks full <laughs> did you do much hiking back in the states no There's, well i suppose if it's oklahoma, oklahoma it's flat terrain then you can't hike anywhere yeah it's pretty flat um california i yeah i did a lot of driving and a lot of in the studio different places so i would take my portable studio to different spots because I worked with people in different places, like yeah, yeah. Um, wasn't that Burbank? Yeah, Burbank. Um, How long does it take you to get from one end of LA to the other? Oh, because I've man. heard that traffic is so bad there. Traffic I mean, is we horrible. complain about Auckland traffic yeah. here, and it's like complain about it compared to compared to LA. Shouldn't complain about it. At yeah, all. yeah, yeah. There's five lanes, sometimes six to seven, depending on. Where you are? Yeah, because what's the population of LA? It's like 12 million or something, isn't it? 
Yeah. And the full state of California is like 32, yeah. 33 million people. I actually, I think I read somewhere that the population of LA was actually more than like 95% of the states. Yeah. Another parts of America, I think with the exception of New York, Texas, and there was one other one, I think, one other state. But it's crazy New to York. think that yeah. there's a huge portion of your population just in one, yeah. one city in one place. And then if you really look at the states from uh, the edge, the south, the, yeah, the eastern edge of Arizona all the way into like Colorado. Yep. It's pretty much a desert. So it's not, there's not a lot of people that live there. Uh huh. right. Yeah. yeah. So the United States is pretty much like a giant U. Yeah. Because I know, I know America has some very, very nice, beautiful natural landscapes. Yes. But I think, um, I think one of the things, I mean, it's not like New Zealand's the only place that has like nice natural landscapes, but I think one of the things we have here is it's, everything's quite close. Yeah. Like in close proximity to each other. Like it, it's not that you don't have to drive that far Yeah, for to us, get to something really nice. Yeah. We had to drive or fly pretty far just to get somewhere. Yeah. Um, I think Oklahoma has, I think it's a Turner Falls and that's one of the, the nicer waterfalls that we have. And we only have one mountain range up north. Yeah. But it's just like big, massive chunks of rocks on yeah, the mountain. Yeah. It's really different. And we have the red clay. So a lot of things pretty much slide off. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's a different different state. And uh, uh, from what I've seen, each state has its own different natural elements. So as soon as you cross yeah. the border from Oklahoma to Texas, you have limestone oh, right at the border. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know how they did that, but it, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. yeah. But it works all good. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. So you So do you do most of your hiking during the summer? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. I really don't like the cold, but um, sometimes we'll get out and just go places in the cold. You do know. you find winter here that bad? I mean, because New Zealand mm. has quite mild temperatures compared to a lot of places in the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, so the winter here is very similar to the winter in California. Yeah. Very cold, foggy, rainy. Yeah. Um, it's just when the heater is off. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm not good with it at all. Well, New Zealand has really bad housing. That's a problem as well because mm -hmm. a lot of the old houses aren't insulated. No insulation and you can I mean, definitely feel it. Yeah, like this studio yeah. is more insulated than my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, that's why I kick it in the studio yeah, more and, than I do and, in the house. And for those who are listening, it is very comfortable in here. The, yeah. the temperature is really good. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can see. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, and besides from hiking, anything else? Uh, hmm. oh, playing games at the arcade because <laughs> I am a nerd. I, I like to play video games, uh, go to the movies, cook. I love to cook. Yeah. Love to. Yeah. Um, so with, um, with video games, so you go to one of those arcade hmm. places. Well, just at the arcade places, we like to, um, play pac-man you know old Pac -Man. school yeah oh Pac man yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. the air hockey and you know just just any little thing there uh pool play the billiards there yeah are you good um, at pool sometimes I, I think i'm a are you being I just humble? Play are you by, being humble here you're really, by, really good by luck man you know <laughs> <laughs> by luck um <laughs> but one of the other main things i, I do in my free time now i go to the gym yeah 
yeah, just to de-stress from everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's um, that's a good way of doing it. Do you yeah. do mainly cardio or do you do weights? What do you do, like CrossFit positions? I think, positions? I, think I saw one of your um, on your story. Mm. You're a, I, I can't I, I don't know exactly what you wear, but you're outside. Oh yeah, and you just, had like a weight and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Flexing your biceps. Yeah. I was like, oh man, <laughs> I need to go to the gym. <laughs> yeah, that was just um, just outside because the sun was out, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. my in my neighborhood, there's a uh, reserve. Yeah. That you can walk up. Oh yes, yes. So yeah, yeah we went up there and um, just caught some air. Did some different exercises just using the the plates. Yeah, yeah. And just, you know, trying something different. Hmm. Um, but most of the time, yeah, the gym. Have uh, you ever gone to the gym with Unchained? No, but that's happening next. Uh, I know he zones in when he goes. Yeah, well, he, yeah. he told me he used to do powerlifting. So yeah. I'm like... Yo, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he'll he's probably back. he'll probably teach you how to how to do it. Yeah, he's yeah. back in it too. It's like yeah, because he's I a big see. dude, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll show me something. I'll come up here. <laughs> 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 but uh, the other the other thing I like to do is uh, go to the different beaches here, just to sightsee, explore, explore, explore. There's a pretty good. Um, have you been to Mount Monganui yet? No. Yeah, well, maybe during summer. Um. Yeah, go to Mount Monganui. It's okay. it's really really good. Yeah, maybe just yeah, spend the day there. It gets pretty crazy, mm-hmm. although by Kiwi crazy standards. So you guys probably be all good. Oh yeah, You'll be for like, sure. Oh, yeah, this is nothing. You know where I really, where I really, really, really want to go. Um, and I think we both really want to go it's to the uh, Pinnacle in Coromandel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, definitely does a challenge that I'm willing to take. Yeah, yeah. The Coromandel can get quite packed during summer mm. um so yeah if you can probably try and do it earlier early. maybe the uh late spring early summer okay. there'll, be, there'll be less people okay. yeah so, that's a few yeah i don't like too many people so yeah like all up in my personal space yeah we're yeah, the yeah. same <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 because yeah. so, i uh, i had to get used to that when i went to india it's like uh so many people there it was like a billion there's a billion no. people in the country, yeah. yeah. Uh, what city did you go to? So we're, we're in uh, Baroda, okay. which was um, my partner's home city. Population's there, similar to Auckland. But then we went to Mumbai, and I think the population there is mm. 20 million. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. I could probably show you after this, like, a video at the, uh, I think it's called the Gate Gateway of India. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I would love to see that. Yeah, yeah, and just there's people everywhere, man. Like, yeah. I saw like one white dude the entire time I was there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just Indians everywhere. I was like, oh man. But um, it's still a good experience though. I think I think traveling is uh, important because it enhances the mind. Yes. And you learn a lot. Uh, you can end up taking for granted a lot of things sometimes. So sometimes yeah. traveling is, is good. Traveling yeah. is one of, and that's another thing that, in my free time, I'm totally for yep. is traveling. Yeah. Um, just to get away and to see something different, it does open up your mind and yeah, it yeah. also feeds your creativity. Just Yeah, totally. Yeah. As a musician, it's it's probably good. Yeah. Do you just ever just turn on, you know, your computer or go on Spotify or YouTube and just listen to a bunch of random music and um Yeah. 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 I find um because I, I didn't mention this uh to you briefly because you said that you play video games mm-hmm. <clears throat> and i mentioned that your jazz piece sounded like a little bit like uh the music from donkey kong country yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. i've i've actually found because um when i'm composing is 
uh, video games tend to be uh, the the music in video games. This it tends to be way way out there in terms of creativity. Absolutely, like you can you can play one game and experience you know everything from like classical to jazz to you know some uh, Celtic piece that sounds Irish or something yeah. in one game. You know, which is which is all good for creativity as opposed to you know when you listen to a hip hop album it's you know the theme of an album is probably going to be you know it's either trap g funk yeah, yeah. maybe um boom bap yeah, yeah 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 uh so and even the same with a film a film will generally have a certain theme to it right yeah. so like if you watch star wars you know it has a uh <clears throat> kind of classical Vibe. I mean, John John Williams is a classical guy, yeah. As opposed to someone like Hans Zimmer. I love Hans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the man, yeah. and uh, who's who's who uses a combination of um, classical but with electronic. And... Yeah, have you seen his studio? Yeah, oh, mind blowing. Yeah, man, it mind looks blowing. so so good. He came here because he he did like a live set where he, he played a lot of the music from his the films that he's done. Yeah. I really wanted to go, but it was like super, super expensive. I think it was like three hundred dollars just for oh, us. But it was, it was, yeah. I heard it was really, really good. But do you get inspiration from Hans Zimmer? I do. Yeah, I, I pick apart his stuff a lot. Like I can hear the synth that he leads into some of his music with. Yeah, and then I like how he he'll chase after whatever it is he needs to chase after to make the song work whether it's a string yeah. on the keys, he'll play it on the keys. If he needs to call in a violinist or the string quartet, like mm. he'll just bring it all together and make it happen, period. He has the ability to do so, though. He does. He's, and yeah. yeah, he's got an endless amount of resources. And that's the thing. If, if you have it, if you have those resources, use them. And he's the perfect example of that. Yeah. And he executes every time. So yeah. Yeah. I think he's the best um, composer of the modern day by yeah. far. Yeah, and he's very super humble too. Yeah, yeah. which is I think is important. Yeah, yeah, and and just the fact too that he is open to work with hip hop artists. You know, he's worked with um, Tyler the Creator as well. Yeah, yeah. On the uh, his last album, Flower Boy. Yeah. Um, he's also done a lot of work with Pharrell as well. Yeah. On his album, Girl, and some of the soundtracks um, on the Despicable Me soundtrack on. One of the Spider-Man soundtracks as well. Do you have a favorite soundtrack by him? By Hans Zimmer. Um, I think Inception. Yeah. Yo, that's yeah. exactly what I was going to say. Inception, yeah. you know. And have you noticed that the, the music he did for the trailer? The boom. Like yeah. everybody copies that now. Everybody yeah. does that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I stay away from it because <laughs> <laughs> I respect it, you know. Um I suppose imitation is the best form of flattery, though, isn't it? Yeah, but if you do it too much, then it's just yeah. like... Uh, but have you noticed with hip-hop, though, that that's, like, to be considered dope now, mm -hmm. you have to do what everyone else does? Because a lot of yeah. these modern-day rappers, they just do what everyone else is doing. Yeah, it's a, it's like a monkey-see-monkey-do yeah. type what, of thing. Yeah, which is one of the reasons why I really yeah. like Unchained, because he has yeah. a very, very unique and, style. And, and to bring that up, like that's what caught my attention. Yeah. When I watched him, it was totally different. And I just, I removed everything else that was going on, all of the crowd, all of everything else. And I had to take a second 
to really appreciate what was happening. Yeah. The words he was saying, how he was saying it, the different, uh, it's, it's one song that's, uh, that's my favorite that he's did, uh, so what you said. Yeah. It's just that drum change. She loves it too. Yeah. It's like, you want to talk? Blah. Dun, dun, dun. I was like, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. This dude is the real deal. And like, <laughs> I, I have all the belief behind that he will go as far as he absolutely can go. Yeah. I mean, there's I'm, no doubt. There's no yeah. doubt. There's no doubt. I mean, people thought I was fanboying over him when he was here. Like, yeah. oh, yo, because I'm like, yo, man, he's one of the best MCs. No, he, he really, really is, is, man. And then his rap, <laughs> his rap at the end, man, it's like, yo, you can see why I think that. Like, yeah. he's he's good, man. Like, he's really, really good. And he's a real humble about it, too. Super humble, man. Yeah, yeah. Which is, which is good. Because you know how, like, some rappers are, like, real into themselves. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. like, so dope. Everyone's going to come to me. So, yeah. Oh, whatever, man. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> It's it, like, to, like to that too, it's like, it's cool to, it's really cool to be cognizant of who you are and the fact of what you can do. If yeah. that's what you can do, cool. Appreciate that. Be thankful that you are able to do that and just stay humble with it, you know? And for me, it's like, it's not about me. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The music, when I listen to music from somebody else that's creating music, it, if I really enjoy it, it'll hit me a certain way to where I feel like tears of joy are going to happen. Yeah. Or it takes me out of a bad mood. Yeah. You know, it's to heal people, to help people, to, you know, if they want to yeah. go crazy in the gym, we can do something for that as well. Yeah. You know, as musicians, it's not about how many cars or girls or how much money or yeah. how much this and that at the end of the day that stuff doesn't matter it's a materialistic and it's you know superficial superficial man yeah. you know so you know even with the stuff that i watch that i try to put out sometimes i might get wild with it a little bit but for the most part it's not about being braggadocious about what I have and what I don't have. Yeah. That's which getting kind of old. Which, yeah. Well, which makes it quite difficult because that's kind of inbuilt in hip hop, yeah. right? It and, com <laughs> comes with the territory and the yeah. sport of, you know, I'm better than you. you know, yeah. My lyrics are way better than and you. And if it came down to the sport, like with that, okay, cool. That's just like when you're playing basketball, you shake the hands at the end. Yeah. Yeah. But when we're playing the game, we're playing the game. Yeah. To that's win. Right. And that that's just it. But on your day to day, you know, being humble and, you know, respecting people as humans, as your peers, as, yeah. you know, just we're all humans. We're we're all doing life, you know, that's on right. this earth. And and there's nobody better than anyone. But um it's just there's no room to be arrogant when you're doing something that you were blessed with, you know, yeah. the talent. And it's just one of those things you got to step back and just say, thank you for. And and I think also, yeah. um, I'm not sure how you feel about this, but like I feel like no matter what you achieve, mm. somebody along the way helped you get there. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, that's why I don't feel you should be arrogant about anything because, yeah. yo, regardless of whether you think you did it all on your own, mm. you probably didn't. And there was somebody that maybe even just gave you some encouraging words yeah, or just needed to be that shoulder to, um, to lean on when you were going through, um, you know, 
a down a down patch. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like I just I I think it, yeah you've always got to be humble and be thankful. That's it. Man. And appreciative of the people that were there. Yeah. It's easy to forget about those people when you're at the top. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's why you just got to keep the people who excuse me that matter to you close. You know and. Just to show them too, like, you know, I do care. I do see what you've done. And, you know, if I can do the same for you, I totally will. Yeah. You know, and, you know, honestly, I, like I said, I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for my best friend. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. It's just that real. So I'm always thankful and appreciative of her. And I'm also definitely thankful and appreciative of, you know, my dad my mom you know mm. and my dad we really don't speak that much but when we do i let them know yeah you know um well, you never just, you never promise tomorrow you never, never know promise. what's gonna happen yeah yeah know? and it's just you know as much as you can give people the flowers while they can smell them man, yeah, yeah, because yeah. you just never know um i mean you look at what's happening between china and hong kong oh. you know and it's it's a reminder it's like hey we're we're pretty lucky you know even um even if you're complaining about, oh man, my house has no insulation, or yeah. oh, I don't like my house, it's crap, you know. And but there's a lot the, of people out there that don't even have a house. That don't have, they yeah. have a crate or nothing. And that's yeah. the thing too. Um, just now for myself personally, it's just watching the complain level. You know, like if I'm complaining about something, I need to stop and just yeah. actually think, why am I complaining about this? And I think social media makes it worse. Oh, it does. It does. Because it's like one big echo chamber. And yeah. most of the time when you go on Facebook or Twitter, it's somebody complaining about something. Yeah. And not being like, oh, you know, I'm thankful for my life. I'm thankful for this. It's like, nah, you know, how would that person or I don't like this person or complaining about this or that. Yeah. And then you hear someone else complaining and then you pick it up. It's it's kind of like a virus. You know, yeah. And it just you know, the, goes on and on. The beautiful thing about mm. about today and we were just, me and my lady was just talking about this. So we were at Lake Hamilton, right? Oh, uh, yep. There was a, an elder gentleman. His name was Keith. He had this electric boat. He was selling the boat in, on the lake. Oh, yeah. So we were parked by his vehicle. He had an old uh, Volkswagen, 60-year-old Volkswagen. Yeah, yeah. Nice condition. Um, long story short, I spoke to him about his boat and got out, took a picture of the boat. And just the conversation it was pure. There was no complaining in the conversation. It was a creative conversation. He built the boat himself yep. with his hands. Um, we learned something about the boat and is a steamboat and where it was from and what it was used for. Right. Yeah. It was like 20 to 30 minute conversation of no complaining, no social media, no politics, no malice, no hatred. It was just all creativity, all peace, all joy, all smiles. It was human. Yeah. Well, and... I imagine, I imagine that like a lot of people have lost that, lost yeah. the ability to do that. And that's to the point of, it's a huge generational gap between that type of humility and that type of pain that comes from the social media you know, and even like to have social media, I have to kind of have it yeah, to do I'm what I'm same. doing. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be on it, <laughs> but don't. I kind of have to be on it. Yeah, yeah. But then I find I 
I don't post too much personal stuff on there. It's right. mainly stuff to do with the podcast, and that's it. Yeah. But I, there are some people I know that get on, you know, social media and they'll say some real negative stuff, mm-hmm. you know, about a person. And I'm like, you would not say that in person to their, to their face. Yeah. Nope. Like there's there's a uh, a disconnect from the the empathetic or sympathetic side of us, you yeah. know, because there's no repercussions. For it. You can just say whatever you want to say and leave it there. More. Yeah, or delete yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. I and I feel like it might be okay for our generation because we grew up in a time before social media, so we kind of know the difference. But mm-hmm. for people, you know, the younger generation that are growing up with this stuff, yeah, they're not going to do- know any difference. So, yeah, they're yeah. not going to know any difference, so they just think that it's normal. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and likes to them equate some kind of validation of yeah. approval and yeah. nah man I, I, I kind of miss the days where you can write a note do you like me yes or no <laughs> right yeah and yeah yeah those yeah. those those were the days man and then like if you had an issue we can step outside and fight and yeah, shake yeah. hands after yeah yeah now it's like digital threats you know Oh, I'm, I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna do this, and, da, 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 yeah. and nothing happens. It's just there for the entertainment of whoever's watching. Yeah. But it, to bring it back to the music and how the materialistic and superficial is at the forefront now. Yeah. And how you have the genius of my brother Unchained. Yeah. Speaking about facts, about the issues that matter about the importance right of well life. he has a very good message to a lot a of his very music. good yeah. message and then like and you know how there's some people that mm-hmm. are just like oh no nah, i'm not into that message stuff man but he right. can still spit bars he man, can and... still spit bars yeah yeah and i feel like because this here is at the forefront it needs to be shifted yeah and once the shift happens and i'm gonna keep pushing him on that wave to make the shift happen. Yeah. That's when it's all going to happen for him and the messages will be heard because, you know, one time we were working on the song, he's like, oh, um, I need to, I need to write. Um, just give me a few days. He said, cause I don't want to, I don't want to rush to write it. Yeah. I respect that. I respect that 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. There's no, there's, you can't rush you creativity. Can't rush it. It has to, when it flows, it flows, right? Yeah. It's like when we're creating an instrumental or we're finding sounds, it just flows. We bounce off of each other. Yeah. You know? So that, you're, you're pretty much Unchained's Dr. Dre. Uh, nah. Just, <laughs> we're, we're, we're pretty much just like creatives, but when we come together, we, we have a certain way. Even when we're on stage, right? When we're performing, we don't rehearse none of that, but sometimes we do like the similar moves and we can bounce off of each other. And it's the same way when we're creating. Yeah. And, you know, he showed me some things in the studio that I didn't know. And I've shown I, him some things. There's always, yeah. I think you can always learn from someone. You know? Yeah. You're never too... You're never too old to learn something new. I mean, yeah. yo, man, I've been doing these podcasts for like three months now. And some of the guests I've had on, man, I've learned, I swear I've learned more, like maybe in the last three months than like some of the previous years combined. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I also like, 
people have asked like oh do you want to why don't you do like phone interviews or video interviews i'm like nah man i absolutely refuse to do it because yeah. i don't want to lose the ability or just the natural thing of just having a conversation face to face yeah i like this this is really really good yeah idea. like yeah. you know as opposed to on a, on a phone and stuff when you're looking someone in the eye yeah i mean i was at a um there was a mayor debate here because the local elections are on and um i went there and i met a journalist there this guy could not even look me in the eye, man. He was so socially awkward. I was like, "How are you a journalist, man?" Like he just, he just, he was like this, just and bouncing I'm, around, yeah, man, wanting to like, get that hey. answer. Yeah. And I wonder, I'm like, "Yo, are the are the next generation? Are they going to have um, social problems, social awkwardness because they don't know how to interact <sighs> face yeah. to face?" It's a lot of that now. It's real. It's a lot of it now. Yeah, and you know. Even working with some some of the younger guys here and in the states. Yeah. So have you it's noticed a, this? Yes. It's a lot of when the camera's on, confidence, courage. Oh, when right. the camera's off and the mic is on, that's when that whole introvert in the shell don't know what to do, can't yeah, yeah. really focus or gather myself. Thing happens. Yeah. And it's like, what's going on? You know, mm. let's figure this out. It's an anxiety thing because yeah. it's like, oh, I want to do the same thing that I did when the camera was on. Yeah. But now it's gold time and I'm not sure what to do. There's people in here. I'm not sure what to do. Yeah. And it's like, you just have to go for it. Yeah, you know? totally. That's it, man. Um, yeah, but it's a lot of it, man. Um, and I, And I really hope that there's a cure for it. You know, they say social media is a form of disease or it's a drug. Um, I think it, yeah, it's I mean, something. in everything, it should be in moderation. Don't That's be it. on Facebook or Twitter and stuff all the time. And it's just, you know, if you're finding that it's filling you with negativity, then just Leave take, it. A, take a break. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be on it 24-7. You don't need... And if you're on 24-7, you probably need to get another hobby or something. Yeah. You've got too much free time, man. <laughs> too much, man. <laughs> yeah, get a hobby, you know, find something, do something constructive. Go outside. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, that's another yeah. thing, just going outside for 30 minutes a day Yeah, could really save your life. Get some vitamin D, man. Yeah. Yeah. Get some sun. Like, yeah, today yeah. is a beautiful day. Yeah, it is a beautiful day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah. Well, on that, um, I might wrap up here. And this is uh, anything else you want to cover? Uh, there was one more thing. Just one yeah, more yeah, quick yeah. thing. Yeah, no, no, sure. Back to the, uh, back to the Donkey Kong. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, when the same time that I got those set of drums, the yeah. reason why I kind of discarded them. Yeah. Like I destroyed them. I could have gotten in trouble for that. But my <laughs> sister took and put it together. She's like, here, take this. The sounds, I would sit and listen to Super Mario when it comes on. Yeah, that. So, and I would try to play it over and over again. But Like on the, on the piano? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what got me was that. So with yeah. that, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. It wasn't on my keyboard. So that's when the whole let me go around the house and hit stuff. So that's where that came from. Yeah. Yeah. Because I wanted to get that sound. Yeah. And I found it with a fork, uh, a fork in the broom. It's like a little wheat brush broom. Yeah. (laughs) I got in trouble for it, though, but it's all good. Did did you? Um, Did your parents were like, hey, man. I told my mom. Did you break the broom? No. She was just like, why are you using... uh, 
the fork for that. That's for food, not for the broom. I was like, but listen, and I turned on the game and I was like, I was trying to find the sound and I found it. She said, okay, but just clean it up. Would you ever do um, Foley work? You know how there's those people that Absolutely. go in and make sound effects in the studio? Absolutely. I've yeah. really been looking for that. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm going to continue to look for that and see if I would love to just break cabbage to make it sound like someone's getting their bones broken, you know, just hit yeah, different things. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So if anybody out there has something like that going on, let me know. They, um, they're shooting the, uh, so Amazon is shooting the Lord of the Rings television series here. It's supposed oh. to be the most expensive television series in history. I think they're spending 1.5 billion. Oh, wow. <clears throat> but the studio is based out in West Auckland. Hmm. Um, where they're doing it, so okay. I think I think they start filming it early next year, or they're in pre-production or something. So hmm. I don't know. Maybe see if you can link up with some of the people from oh, there. Maybe I, do some foley work or something. Because uh, definitely will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely will. But yeah, that's where that came from, man. Um, and just on my my musical influence as an adult, um, you know, I have a favorite producer. I have a favorite composer we talked about Hans, Hans Zimmer. Zimmer. So who's your favorite producer? Pharrell. Pharrell? Yep. Why Pharrell? Pharrell, he's dabbled into multiple genres. Yep. Um his instrumentals, his drum cadence on that Nori record. It was so weird and unorthodox. I had to figure it out. It worked. And that was Nori's biggest record. That was twenty twenty one years ago. And it still plays well. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's just the originality of going outside the box. Yeah. You know, I found comfort in that because I was doing that from the early Super Nintendo days. Yeah. yeah. I was just finding the sounds. So that's one of the one of the reasons why. Um, but yeah, as far as like my favorite Da Logic. Yeah. Favorite synth chord. Yeah? Yeah. Love it. Do you have a favorite song? <laughs> Gosh. Favorite rapper? Oh. Hmm. You can say Unchained. It'll be good for his ego. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, he is, he is one of my favorite rappers. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, definitely yeah. one. Yeah, of, he's he's definitely in yeah. my top five in terms of like Kiwi rappers and, and stuff. like. No, he's, he's one of my top. He's one of my top rappers in Period. the world. Yeah. Because he's actually saying something. Yeah. And, you know, just <laughs> sometimes, like, if I'm just walking with him somewhere or if we're at his house and he's just humming something, always on music. And that's the type of people that I really connect with a lot. Yeah. You yeah. know, and even my best friend, like, she, she, you put on any song for a second and she'll know what it is. And it's like, wow. Okay. So I like I like that type of vibe and environment. So yeah. yeah. Um my favorite rapper though, goodness. Um can I do it like this? My favorite G Funk rapper. Yeah. Slash producer. Yeah. DJ Quake. Yo, he's yo, he doesn't get enough props, man. DJ Quake. Yeah. Period. Um Okay, so and I'm going to have to bring it back to Pharrell as far as my favorite clever, witty rapper because he does he he does his thing. He did a uh, a mixtape called, um, it was Out of My Mind. Yeah. The prequel to In My Mind, his album. 
clever bars all the way through. Yeah. Um, he, he did a verse on Khalees on her first album called The Roller Rink. Yeah. And what he was spitting on that was crazy too. And then um, a remix for Shauna that, uh, I forgot what it's called. It was the, uh, I was getting some. <sighs> Oh, he knows what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Too short. Yeah, yeah. What's the what's the song called? Um, and Ludacris was on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I that to, one. I might have to go listen to that after this. Yeah, it, it's something that he said. Like you know how the Rolls Royce has the the chrome lady that comes up at the front. Yeah, yeah. He was like, push one button, lady with the wings stuck in. Some, 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 some. And I was like, push one button, lady with the wings stuck in. Yeah, you know, push the button yeah. and she goes back down. I was yeah. saying, oh, he's talking about the Rolls Royce Phantom. Yeah. It's just little things like that. So, I think that would actually go over a lot of people's heads, though. Yeah, it's Easy. just one of those things you yeah, gotta yeah. catch. Um, Usually, okay. when you listen to a rap and it doesn't make sense, yeah, it's because you haven't gotten it. That's probably gone over your head. That's and right. Then you have to listen to it like three or four times, and then you're like, ah, oh. yeah, 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 man. <clears throat> one more other rapper that really works for me is Common. Common. Yo, he's underrated too, man. <laughs> Common can go every which way. And, you know, he has fun with it, but he also has a message with it. And a lot of people don't know Common is, he's from Chicago. Yeah. And he, he's he's with it. He's yeah. definitely with it. Um, it's not a punk, you know, but he has a lot of, he has a lot of vocabulary in his stuff. I mean, he oh, does yeah. cuss sometimes, you know, and... It is what it is, but Common is a genius, and I've been listening to him for many years. Even when he did the diss track to Ice Cube years ago, yeah, 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 that shocked me. Yeah, and I was like, wow, okay. He's he's he he can still be street when he wants to be. That's what I'm saying. Like he's yeah, he's he had to get violent on somebody before. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's the sport. But yeah. It's the sport. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think yeah. And I used to be a huge Busy Bone fan back in the day. Yo, I was a huge Bone Thugs fan. Yeah. I met them actually. Really? Yeah, in Wellington when I went to their concert. They were on, um, because well, I'm originally from Auckland, mm -hmm. they were playing in Wellington. So they landed in Auckland and then they caught the plane from uh, a Man. domestic flight from Auckland to Wellington. And they were on the same flight as us. Wow. So yeah, we met them. I was, I was, I was trying to be cool. And I'm like, yo, man, I'm not going to fanboy out and, and, yeah. and stuff. But as soon as I went over and talked to them, I did like the whole cliche. Oh, hey, man, I'm your biggest fan ever. And I, yeah. <laughs> and I was afterwards, I was like, oh, yo, man, why did I do that? Right, right, right. <laughs> but then they're, they're really, really nice. Yeah. Last favorite rapper for right now. He's really, really, really street. But when he says something, you can feel it. Yeah. You understand it clearly. This is where he's from. And even like when I freestyle today and do what I got to do, sometimes when you do that and you're from a certain environment, sometimes those things come out mm. and he paints that well. Push a T. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Push a T. Push a T. Yeah. So if I can <laughs> hear all of them on one album or even one song, that would be amazing. It on, could happen. It could happen. It could happen. Produced by DJ Maybe Quick. you need to be the man. You could yeah, see my, it up. I could. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah, man. And, and and people will know that it happened 
the idea was here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would co-produce it with DJ Quick and Pharrell. That yeah, would be yeah. awesome. Yo, get yo. some strings from Hans Zimmer. Beautiful. So um, if anyone wants to get a hold of you, um, what's the best place of, for them to contact you? The best place right now would be Instagram. So, yeah. Follow me on Instagram at the official Kevin Posey. Not the, but official Kevin Posey. Yeah. Is it official? Official underscore Kevin Posey. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you type in Kevin Posey on Google, yeah. you pretty much find it. And you have a yeah. website as well. Yeah, if you're looking for instrumentals, film scores, um, just instrumentals for adverts, movies, TV, or even short films, definitely pop over to kevinposey.com. There, there is heaps. There yeah, we go. Yeah, there's <laughs> heaps. You have a lot to choose from. Yeah. I listened to most of them. Yeah, and, yeah. I and it took still me a while. Have some in the stash. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure you've got some stuff in the vault. Yeah, and one more thing. I said I was working on the Big Band Swing EP. I'm yeah, also yeah. working on another EP that has rap singing um, in English oh, and Spanish as well. Oh, real? Yeah. Oh, can you speak Spanish? Mm-hmm. Like fluently. Yeah, si habla español. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. My man. So did you learn that when you were younger or is that yeah, recently? When yeah, when I was young. Um, I suppose that comes from uh, growing up in a Hispanic community. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's what I'm saying. Like whenever I'm freestyling and stuff, that aspect, some of it comes out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that makes sense though. Yeah. Yeah, because you grew up around that. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, have you met anyone Spanish in Auckland and it reminds you of home? I don't think I met, Spanish people here. Yeah, actually. Um, the first time I did a studio session with this guy um, at his studio, there was this couple that came in. They yeah. were Mexican. Yeah. And I was like, what are y'all doing here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I heard them speak Spanish and I was like, hey, they don't hear this. And they said, Mexico. I was like, oh, word. And then we just kept talking. Um, we went to a Argentinian restaurant the other day. It was a couple of weekends ago, and I saw, uh, there was somebody there that was speaking with speaking. people there. So I just yeah. asked him where he was from. So Argentina. Oh, you just so. jumped in and started speaking Spanish, yeah. and that'd be like, oh. And I met another couple from Colombia. Yep. At a car dealership, just yeah, I was speaking to them. They've been here for six years, just renewing their visa. Yeah. Trying to get residency and stuff. So, yeah, it's a few, but they're spread out. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I only met like, two African Americans both from New York. I met a guy at a music store in Albany. Yeah. And then a lady when we were at, um, what's that pizza place in the city? Um, Sal's. Sal's Pizza. Yeah. Yeah, they do like New York style pizzas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's about it. Yeah. There's quite a few Americans actually in New Zealand. Yeah, I'm seeing slowly. I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're just scattered everywhere. Actually, there's a lot of Americans in Wellington, actually. Mm. Okay, yeah. If any Americans are listening and you see this, come find me on IG. Yeah, yeah. Let's do connect. It, man. Yo, my man Kevin Posey is about to do the five fingers of death. Kiwi talk style, man. So, yeah, let's get to it. Five fingers. I never had to do the five finger discount either. I worked hard for it. Yeah, I'm that new dude. That's on the scene, the new crew, Juice Crew, never there, boy. I'm fresh and I'm the son of Sheila. Shout out to mine, she handle business, I handle mine too. Shout out to Pasha, showing me how to just freestyle too. I guess wild too. Now this is just an intro, dog. I'm about to flow over five beats, I can pause. And if you think that I won't, 
Man, you out your damn mind I bust every damn rhyme With finesse and air time You see my Shook it, it's on mine You know what that is That's something I can't discuss I keep it on the low Y'all always rapping about foes And all these girls in these clothes But wait, let me switch it, bro Hey just like that, I got so many styles just like that Who wanna talk down, come get that And I ain't gotta battle you dog to let you know about click clack You saying that you love me, cool, well show me then You hate me, won't you come up to my face and expose it then See I ain't nobody's B.I. homie, handle my B.I. only And if you wanna say something, I'm B.I. homie, B.I. G.K.E.V.I.N. I be him, don't be acting like you got a proper limb And then check in the hell out, boy get the hell out Rap is my playhouse, I own so bail out, watch your tone, watch your home Cause I'ma put my foot in it, now watch this I'ma put my foot in it all the way You can talk to me all the way I'ma call away If you got beef, okay, we'll kill it If you got a problem, man, I kill it If I out rolling around with my people You know I'm chilling Go to the beach, I go to the streets You know me, boy, I'm from okay Okay, I don't play no games You know that I do my thing all day And if I am slacking, I am lacking You know that's out of line I gotta get money all the time Switch that beat up, oh my <laughs> Switch it up just like that though You see on the camera ain't no cuts I keep on flowing like that though It's like that how And when I say ho not derogatory That's just something that I say from the country I'm a country boy from Oklahoma You better know that vernacular that I be speaking on Be coming out cause you know that I'm freaking all these beats Yeah I know I put them hands on them keys and I made them sing So watch the way that you coming Cause if you ain't coming like this you dummy And if I turn around cause you a dumb shit Then you know that I'm really on some so watch out dog, I eat the track up like you eat your fungus Ain't nobody out here funding me, I'm working for my own thing Homeboy, how I run it, switch the beat up Oh yeah, <laughs> I was just playing with y'all Let me run this, look See everybody in the world got problems I know I got some in the pills to swallow They looking at me like can I hold something dog I ain't even got no damn dollars In my bank account, that's my business dog Your bank account, that's your business dog You got to get it, get up and hustle If you don't dog, I guess you are in trouble Let me bust your bubble one time or two Say that I can't bust a rhyme or two This is all off of the dome I didn't write nothing down and I'm not here to clown Man, I don't get no down like that though See I'm the one that flows and I go on in and I attack though my Daddy told me a long time ago to go hard or go home when I was at home. So where am I supposed to go? Get up on the road, take your people to know that I'm not a clone. So you cannot control me or take over me. Hope I'm prosy. Watch the way that I flow now, I go down. Spitting my verbs and pronouns, I'm sober, profound in it. Yep, I goes down in it. If you wanna clown with me, dog, clown with me. If you wanna step outside, we can't. If you wanna go there, dog, we can't. See, my mama, she raised a man. I'm from the States and I do got the plan. Hope to go out there. One day to Japan, shake a lot of hands, get a lot of fans Now I'm in my zone now, telling me to chill Man, I can't calm down, had a pre-workout Why am I alone? Yeah, I said why am I alone? Dolce Cabana be the cologne that I spray on I told you that I'm on I am not no egotistical dude to arrogant dog He a hero to them that wanna listen He don't really care about these things that goes on with things That many rings that you rap about in games I said that before I say it again Man, I flow so crazy I'm here with my homie and my lady What's good? Hey With my homie and my lady What's good? Hey Let it breathe and you can find all these beats on my website too, man. KevinPosey.com. Hey. Yeah, that's the show, guys. 
Until next time, take care, stay safe. Peace.